0: God's work.
1: You are all welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and I salute all the individuals that are graduating today. Uh, Pastor, your testimony is striking. Uh, The Lord will increase your greatness in the name of Jesus Christ. We were in uh, active ministry before God began to shed light that he wanted us to establish a system of education that will equip people to represent him accurately. In every sphere of human endeavor where they find themselves, I traveled, and visited uh, with my Father in the Lord to tell him about this new direction that God uh, was impressing upon our hearts. And when he prayed over it, he confirmed that it was God's will and uh, gave us a few insights. Because he has a very robust uh, Bible school ministry. Subsequently, well, we took off by faith, and um, it is amazing to see what has come out of that attempt. We we give God the glory. <laughs> And I would like us to salute the provost. He is such an innovative personality. I don't know how he was able to secure all the accreditations. He made a trip to somewhere in East Africa. And by the time he was back, um, all our courses are now accredited <laughs> courses Father, this morning we ask that you open our eyes. Let the entrance of your word bet light, but understanding to the heart of every man that is present here and those that are participating online, we ask that these viable seeds will provoke every hearer to attempt taking a step further in the area of education, capacity building, and developing competencies that will make them effective witnesses in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please, you may be seated. God bless you. Turn your Bible with me quickly. I will not be out here for long. Uh, I, I just came with a burden. to drop a burden on the heart of someone that is listening to my voice this morning. Second Chronicles. 2nd Chronicles chapter 15, 2nd Chronicles chapter number 15, we'll take a verse of scripture. Verse number three, I think, is an encapsulation of the body. Now, for a long season, Israel had been without the true God without a teaching priest and without law. This is an executive summary of the state of Israel at this time. And uh, it's um, a summary that is suggestive of the gradual death of a civilization, an obituary of a culture that that was occasioned by God himself. And in the heart of this departure from alignment is the absence of a very significant functionary, which is the teaching priest. Because the teaching priest was absent, (laughs) the implication was that There was no true God in Israel. Not as if there was no God. There were gods. Very potent deities. That had taken the center state. The soul of that nation had been hijacked. So, indeed, there were gods. But unfortunately, there was no true God. And that was because the discernment that was supposed to come or result from the influence of this significant functionary in sustaining civilization, was absent. I'm going to take us on a journey quickly, a very brief one, because of time. I was in the pool of studies for many days, preparing for today. So the issues that are available to speak about are are much. But I want to summarize it. If you have your Bible, turn with me quickly. Like I said, I want to drop a burden on your heart. Uh, To the book of Joshua. Because my emphasis is to give us the needed eyes. And lenses to look upon the book of Judges and to analyze it critically. But before we go to the book of Judges, it is needful for us to begin our attempt by looking at the last chapter of the book of Joshua. The concluding note in the book of Joshua is designed to give us a grand entrance into the economy of knowledge that is captured in the book of Joshua, Judges. So turn your back with me quickly. Let's do something from the book of Joshua chapter number 24. As I draw your attention to some matters. You will find a lot of stuff in Joshua chapter 24 and uh, some matters for which I want to draw our attention.
0: If you are still with me, say Amen. amen. Joshua, who is there? If you are there, say Amen. Are you there, amen. Joshua?
1: Twenty-four. We we'll begin our reading from verse um, number fourteen. This this reading. It's an encapsulation of a counsel, a counsel that Joshua gave. You I would like you to take note of the tone of Joshua's utterance as he attempts to provide counsel to the children of Israel. And obviously, because of his experience in working with God, at this time he had come to understand God much more than he did when he was a younger fellow. And unfortunately, he was stricken, well stricken in age at this time. So he, he encapsulates his frustration in some very powerful counsel that i like us to look upon. Now therefore, 14 of Joshua 20, 24, now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord for if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you, you dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should serve We shall forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is, that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, and which did those great signs in our sight, and preserved us in all the way wherein we went, and among all the people through whom we passed and the lord drove out from before us all the people even the amorites which dwell in the land therefore will we serve the lord for he is our god now i was expecting joshua to say hallelujah at this point because it was a national commitment that was made in response to his charge. Guess what Joshua said. And, and that's why <laughs> Joshua knows the people he was addressing. Joshua is very knowledgeable of their tendencies, of their capacity. And because of this knowledge, you will find him saying, his, instead of him saying, hallelujah. Verse 19. And Joshua said unto the people. Ye
0: cannot serve the Lord. And I'm wondering. what, What
1: exactly. Motivated this utterance. On the national day of prayer. They had acknowledged that the Lord is God. They acknowledged their commitment to walk in the ways of the Lord. They have spoken in response to the choice that was placed before them whether to serve the Lord or to serve the God of the Amorites among whom they dwelt. The response was very positive but Joshua knowing the people he was addressing now told them three things. Number one, in your current state, in the way you operate, according to the way you function, it is impossible for you to serve the Lord. And he gave us the reason why he felt it was impossible for the house of Israel as it was currently constituted to be in God's service. The reason is because of an attribute of God. The reason is because of a dimension of God's nature. The reason is because God is a jealous God. Why did Joshua have to bring the issue of jealousy into this matter? The reason was that Israel did not outrightly deny God. And they knew when to be politically correct by coming to make commitments to God verbally. But in practice, they, were, they had other gods apart from Jehovah. It's not as if they are fully discarded Jehovah. Jehovah was still on the table. But in addition to Jehovah, they had other gods that uh, informed their orientation and their philosophy. So because of the fact that God happens to be a God that is jealous, Joshua told them beforehand that in this your current state, in this your current constitution, it will be impossible for you to serve the Lord because the Lord our God is a jealous God. Now this insight about the Lord that Joshua is beginning to reveal, this is an insight he stumbled upon by reason of experiential encounters with God. And this time, this man was well stricken in years. He has come to the realization of the fact that there is a nature in God that makes him fight against someone that claims to be in his service, but is not altogether completely submitted to the will of God. You see, uh, the other day, you know, when I I was still in the service, a man from another faith came to me and said, you see, in our own faith, um, we mix things. So he showed me a ring that was he contacted from a wizard. That this ring is from a wizard. And he had to secure this ring in order to guarantee his protection. He showed me some items. The ones that were secured from Damaturu, The ones that were secured from sensitive spiritual places in Nigeria. He said that's how uh, they practice their own faith. It's a mixture of powers. You collect and the powers work hand in hand to achieve the collective good of the people that utilize them. the, the, The difference between that arrangement and what we have with Jehovah is that Jehovah is a jealous God. And because he's a jealous God, if you take something else in an attempt to mix with Jehovah, Jehovah will leave. Because Jehovah cannot share this space with another entity. So when this man, Joshua, looked at Israel and saw their disposition. And they are lost for other gods. They are lost to be in league with other types of worship. He concluded that he cannot serve the Lord. For he is an holy God. He is a jealous God. Now I would like to explain briefly. You know, I said I won't take time. The, the issues on this matter, they are deep, there are a lot of them. I found a lot of them in the book of Judges. Now I will attempt to show you a a combo when I say combo I'm talking about things that
0: walk pari passu God is a holy God when we say God is holy what do we mean by God is
1: holy the most common English word that will give us a fairly accurate insight into the concept of holiness. Most common. I just want to bring it in the most basic way of presentation. Now, to be holy means to be different. Have you heard? That means God is in his own class. You cannot say The opposite of God is Satan. Just like the opposite of white is black. The opposite of light is darkness. Are you there? God is not in that group that you can compare him with something. He's beyond comparison. I I, I hope you are aware of the fact that when there was a need to discipline Lucifer, it was not God that disciplined him. There was an angel that was capable of taking care of him. So, you see, God is not in that... The fight is going to be an unequal, uneven fight if you now not involved God. So the opposite of God is not Satan. God is in his own class. To be holy means to be different. To be holy means to be set apart. You are in your own category. All right? So if God is in his own category, then you will need to understand God's, God's perspective concerning everything. He is in his own category, so the way he does everything is different from the way other people or other deities do their own things. Are you still with me? He's exclusively in his own category class. He is different. He is separate from all things. Is that clear? And if you are going to walk with a God that is holy, you will need to understand what makes him different. What sets him up in his own class. Because that thing that makes him different, that thing that sets him up in his own category is going to have to influence the way you seek God out because he's not common. He's not, you can't group him with anything because he is in his own class. So the first insight about God that Joshua brings to the house of Israel is about God's holiness. Are you there or are you are not there? Now, because God is in his own class, you cannot mix him with Ogugu. It will be an act of insult to him. It will also be as a result of the fact that you have not adequately designed him, that you cannot mix him with stuff because he is far removed from from every other context that you can imagine and it is only he's the only one where he is are you there secondly the second insight and uh, the holiness of God and the jealousy of God it is because God is holy because God is separate it is because God is in his own class that God cannot but be jealous. So when you come and you say you want to serve God. And you don't understand that God is in his own class. You might also not understand that God is a jealous God. That will not share you. Because he cannot be in another category apart from the exclusive category that he finds himself. So if you are going to serve him. You are going to serve him in that category. His exclusivity. It means that all of you will be involved in the process. And the extent to which you can tap into the capacities of God is the degree to which you are aligned with all the attributes that make him unique. All the attributes that make him established in this, his own unique context. If you succeed... In finding favor with God, it will be because you yourself became different on the account of interfacing with God. Are you there? You yourself will ultimately become separate because of your interfacing with God. When this man saw the way Israel was, he knew that Israel could not serve God in their current state given the fact that God is holy. And God is jealous. He also added something quietly. He says that in their current state, God will not even forgive them their transgressions and their sins. They will need to repent from their dealings with other gods and enter into an exclusive relationship with God And that's the only way this thing will work Because God is a jealous God Now I'd like you to understand That the man that is saying all of this Is on his dying bed And these seem to be the last utterances he makes on a national level As someone that was regarded As a national leader If you are still with me Say amen Unfortunately for Israel. So let us jump now to the book of Judges. And you know, that's where I said I wanted us to analyze for a moment, just for a moment. Just a little analysis. Won't take your time. Now, having understood that background, here we are in the book of Judges, chapter 1. And just in case the people on the decks, Find Judges chapter 1. You can put it on the screen. Are you, are you there? Judges chapter 1, verse number 1. Okay. Is It now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, who shall go up? for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them. What do you see in this scripture? What, is, what this scripture suggests is that Joshua unfortunately did not complete his assignment. His assignment was supposed to deliver Israel deliver cut off all the occupants of the land so that Israel can dwell without any form of interference but unfortunately Joshua was not able during his lifetime to drive out all the inhabitants of the land the meaning of that is Israel will now be forced to coexist with nations that subscribe to other deities (laughs) How many of you were in my lecture, I think on, what day was that? Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Tuesday morning. Okay. And I was talking about a part of the strategies that Satan puts in place to ensure that even if we receive a move from God, it will be difficult for us to manage that move for a long time. One of the things he does is that he uh, makes us to operate without the principle of separation. If we forgo the principle of separation, it means that we are accepting the reality of a mixed multitude. Now that Joshua did not finish his assignment, the people were sentenced to living among a godless people. So the concept of the mixed multitude, now
0: fortifies again in the book of Judges. Are you with me? Um,
1: I I think I need a few verses of scripture in the New Testament to explain the implication of living side by side, the people that subscribe to um, other deities. Okay, now, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. Quickly, quickly. I'll I'll round up in a moment of time. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers? For what fellowship, underline fellowship, as righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion, underline communion, has light with darkness? Yes? And what cord, underline cord, has Christ with Belia? And what part, underline part, has the believer with an infidel? Now, let me add the scripture quickly to Provide context for the reason uh, why I called out this scripture. Mm. The scripture I want to put side by side that is first Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. The instruction is be not unequally yoked with an unbeliever. The reason why it is unheard of for me to be unequally yoked with in fact he calls it unequal yoking now the terminology used there is an agricultural terminology in the context of the tractors of those days because if you are going to yoke oxen together two bulls then you yoke them and then you connect an agricultural implement that a plow to the yoke are you there so that as the oxen begin to move the agricultural tool begins to plow so you have combined their strength you have combined their capacity but you must understand that the oxen that will be yoked together must have the same height the same strength It is recommended that they are the same age and the same agility, so that when they are moving together, uh, plowing becomes fun. But if one of the cows in the yoke is not, is a smaller size, smaller strength, the big cow that is yoked to the small cow is going, going to kill the small cow because. There is no balance in the spread of strength. There's an imbalance in the spread of strength. And so the stronger one is going to influence the weaker one.
0: The Bible speaks about unequal yoke. You are powerful as long as you are separate.
1: The moment you lose your separation, you become weaker. You become subject to the influence that will come from the other end. Okay, give me, you know, that scripture. I said you should put up the First Corinthians chapter fifteen verse thirteen. It says, "Be not deceived, for evil communication corrupts good manners." You are around people that are addicted to pornography. And all the discourse, year in, year out, are uh, the hot pornography videos that they watched over the weekend. That's the discussion. And you are locked up amidst them. A time will come where you will, you will try to find that website. Because that's the communication that you have been exposed to. You will attempt to try because that's the norm in the environment you found yourself. It's just like Lot that was hooked up in that civilization called Sodom and Gomorrah. Nothing good was going to come out of that arrangement. Thank God for Abraham's prayer. The best thing that happened to him was the rescue strategy that was implemented to bring him out of that place. He did not have the ability to influence that civilization. Are you with me? Yes, he was a prince over his house. His daughters were virgins. But his daughters were going to marry. The people they were going to be involved with are still these people that have this orientation because of their subscription to a strange God. Israel did not have any chance to maintain her civilization in the current constitution That they found themselves Owing to the failure of the, of the great Joshua Are you there with me? Now let me give you an account, a scripture Maybe I will stop there I'll give you an account quickly The implication Of this tragic Arrangement You'll begin to find it From the
0: book of Judges chapter 2 If I had time, I would have shown us
1: a few of the judges that were raised to deliver Israel out of captivity because there was a perpetual cycle that resulted from this arrangement that we have in the book of Judges. Are you there? People are working with God, they begin to prosper. Then they leave God. They begin to look for idols. Then God will raise those Canaanites that they are dwelling among to begin to defeat them. Then the intercessors in their midst will rise, begin to pray. After a while, God will raise a deliverer. Then they will be delivered out of the hands of the enemy. They will begin a regime of peace. After a while again, they will see Shungo on the mountaintop. And this cycle, <laughs> this cycle takes place six times. And it is in the same direction, the same cycle. And the reason for this end, are you there? Is because of the absence of a functionary. I'm going to show you in a moment of time. Come with me as I try to round up. I don't have time to exhaust. What is on my script. But I want to round up now. Judges chapter 2 verse 1. And the angel of the Lord came up. God permitted. One of the angels. That was present. In the deliverance of Israel. From the land of Egypt. That angel came and bore witness. Against Israel. That nation. And the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I made you to go out of Egypt and I brought you unto the land which I swear unto your fathers. And, and I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. Ye shall throw down their altars. But ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Wherefore, I also said I will not drive them out from before you. But there shall be as a thorn in your sides, and your gods shall be a snare unto you. Two things I want you to underline, a thorn and a snare. A thorn is something that makes you uncomfortable. A snare is something that traps you, that, that, that makes you captive. So the presence of these guys around you will be a perpetual turn. You will not be able to find the kind of rest you seek in their presence. And the gods that they are marketing around your borders will be a strategy to ensnare you and to put you in perpetual bondage.
0: Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. A very powerful
1: prophet, a young man, from somewhere in western Nigeria was beginning to rise very accurate very powerful tool of God that was rising and unfortunately for this individual he stumbled upon a message of grace the message that says that you cannot sin away your salvation your salvation is a gift hallelujah And it is your spirit that is saved. It doesn't matter what you do with your
0: body. So he got involved with a lady. His spirit was saved. And they began to live together. As husband and wife. Now, when that started, you know, you can
1: start immorality casually. Say, I want to be fornicating on Friday. You plan for it. Buy a perfume to assist the process. You pray about it on Thursday for Friday. You will succeed on Friday. Huh? But the time will come where it will be impossible for you to wait till Friday. At that time, the spirit of immorality has taken over. You were doing manual before. When the spirit of immorality takes over, the spirit will choose the days. You will no longer have the authority to postpone it to Friday. Friday will become long. At that point, you have already hit the snare and your imprisonment has started. You know, he said what, um, the people will be like thorns, The unbelievers that are In your space will be. And that was what happened to Lot. The Bible says his righteous soul was vexed day by day. But the moment you subscribe to their ways, you are going to meet with their God. And the time you meet with their God, you become enslaved. So the young man became enslaved to a spirit of immorality. And he discovered that even though he had a lady that was available to him in his house, that he was servicing, that lady was no longer enough for him. He still needed variety. Meanwhile, he was still prophesying. Oh, my God. The prophecy even became more accurate at that time. So he now saw that, okay, it seems the Lord is not angry with what is happening. So what they told us about grace is true. Meanwhile, the reason for which God suffers long is so that we can retrace our steps and come to him quickly. Now this guy now, everything on sketch, he was sampling. Everything on sketch, he was sampling. And one day he was sampling a product. And he ran mad. He ran mad till this day. Many anointed men have tried to salvage his situation. But his madness has refused to respond to anointing.
0: He, he, he said
1: to them, what? There shall be a stones in your sides. And their gods shall be a snare unto you. Are you there with me? Okay, let me let us jump can we jump jump with me to uh, verse number 7 quickly as i round up verse number 7 is like uh, a grand summary and the people served the lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua who had seen all the great works of the, of, of, of the Lord that he did for Israel and Joshua the son of Nun the servant of the Lord died being a hundred and ten years old and they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Hills in, in the mount of Ephraim on the north side of the hill of Gash and also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers and there arose another generation after him which knew not the Lord nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Verse 11. And the children of Israel did the evil in the sight of the Lord and saved Baleam. And I don't have time to now take you through the judges. Those judges were not kings. They were like, they were chieftains, like wardens that the grace of God came upon. Oh, mm, are you there? Uh, the, the, the graph The graph of compliance of the judges was a downward slope. All right? The earlier judges were were, were, were better in moral rectitude. The earlier judges were better in terms of their conviction than the later judges. You begin to see the decline. I don't have time to... uh, That's the graph I really wanted to show. The decline... In the quality of their conviction they decline until a man like samson rose that was doing immorality steady but the anointing was the, I, I don't have i wanted to show you a graph but okay, maybe not today this decline is the description of what has befell, befell in our generation and it is it is A result of the lack of a certain specialized personality. Yes, Joshua died. The people that labored around him also died. But the greatest quagmire of that civilization was that they lacked a teaching priest. It is part of the assignment of the teaching priest to preserve civilization. So when we lack teachers in the house of God, teachers that are competent, teachers that understand the grace, the grace uh, that triggers capacity building in the house of God, when we lack them, we can be sure that no matter how God moves amongst us, Satan is going to rule in the very next generation. I took an inventory of several ministries in Africa that had great leaders, revivalists that after their departure from the face of the earth, the quality of what remains in fact in some quarters what is obtainable now is a far departure from what their ancestors pioneered And the reason for this decline is traceable to the fact that the office that traps heritage and transmits values so that culture is established, that the gravity of what we have in our time will be in the same quality of what we received. The Bible speaks about the need for us to contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. God did not deliver it many times. He delivered it once. And it was supposed to be preserved in his purity and jealousy through the office of the teaching priest. The Nigerian church is suffering ailment. Ailment, serious ailment. Because in some quarters we cannot differentiate what a Buddhist will preach from what a Christian minister preaches. If you have not read religious books, you will not know that how similar, in quote, they are in some matters. All right? And if you are not trained, you may not know what makes Christianity, Christianity. And there is this campaign that, okay, it's the same God, you know, it's the same... God is just that different ways of reaching him, you know, but ultimately it is the same God. You see, unfortunately for you, it's not the same God. That statement of compromise, inclusion, and ecumenism is a strategy to embolden you to begin to test the products from other gods. There's an exclusivity when it has to do with the holy God and a God of jealousy our body for this labor is that you'll be one of those witnesses that we preserve this great brilliant heritage of faith and that's the reason for which you stayed up all night sometimes that's the reason for which you prayed for seven hours sometimes Christianity He's almost dead in Nigeria. I had a preacher preaching. He didn't know that that thing he was saying, a Buddhist could say it with their book. There was nothing that revealed that what he was saying was Christian preaching. He believes that holding a microphone and talking is Christian preaching. You are dispensing the knowledge of Christ. Oh my God. Oh my God. There was this Buddhist that really wanted to be my friend. And then I asked him, can you give me a summary of what Buddhism is about? Then he knows I'm a Christian, so he says the kind of things that most pastors preach. The normal things. also in their book.
2: Um,
1: I don't want to mention some the names of some books, but you will find very similar things. But the reason why we are Christians is not because of the similar things. It's because of the different things that are in the books. So, your preaching can be on the ground of the similar things. That means they can preach the same message from another book. But when your preaching is on the ground of, on the things that makes us different, then you are an accurate witness of a God that is holy, that is in, in His own class, and there are not f- few preachers remaining on earth that bear such witness. That is the reason for this label: that you will be vessels that will preserve our culture our children will not bow down to idols and be calling it jesus so i want to release something upon me there is a grace there is a spirit that i received that makes me preach the way i do if you have heard me preach i think you, you you should know i'm a radical my commitment to jesus is all that my life is about I can break friendships this moment the moment the moment hallelujah the moment we see the traces of ecumenism the moment we see the traces of the mixed multitude and a philosophy of high places that journey has ended because my soul is precious you know okay i don't know if the lord will allow me preach it during this crusade i did an investigation of the meaning of the soul of man are you there and i found out that if you are going to be a true witness your voice is going to be strange In this kind of compromised Christian setting in Nigeria, your voice is going to be strange. And what it means that you'll be strange is that uh, um, people will say that you are swimming against the tide. (laughs) Uh, Whereas you will find compromised preachers trying to be in the center of the evolution. And they don't want to halt this end of it or that end of it. But that was not how Jesus was. Jesus did not only scatter disrupt the table. He scattered it. What Jesus was preoccupied with was about the kingdom of his father. The kingdom of his father. Anything that would threaten the advancement of that kingdom, Jesus was against that thing. Whether it be king, whether it be subject. In the face of death, all that Jesus needed to do to escape death was to play along just for a moment. said of him to pray along he said that he he was born to bear witness to the truth oh my god that's what it means to be a radical can we can you rise can you rise cuz something will drop on you even if you want to compromise it will, you you will not have the ability to do it You become God's captive. God will bring you into captivity so that it will be difficult, impossible for you to break your covenant with Him. Can you ask God for for a deposit? Now, hallelujah. Can you ask Him for a deposit?
0: For a deposit.
1: For a deposit, for a deposit, for a deposit, ask him for a deposit.
2: Woo!
1: To be a witness of His resurrection. Ask Him. Those of you in the congregation, you can also pray. Just in case you you realize you are part of this meeting, we need witnesses
2: that will raise the standard. That will raise the standard.
1: Kolina shiko premantala
2: vasolalole haleluya Mugadi mabawe, Alleluia Bosana. Mugadi mabawe, Alleluia Bosana. Samba Marcelu, Alleluia Bosana. Samba Marcelu, Alleluia Bosana. Obama Futa, Alleluia Busana, E lili lili, Alleluia Busana. Avada Gikavu, Asabi Kedelayo, Azubiza Magi, Samba Zakinayo. Hosanna bukoli, hallelujah, Hosanna Hosanna bukoli, hallelujah, Hosanna Hosanna ni hallelujah, Hosanna. Hosanna hallelujah, Hosanna. Hosanna, my baby! Alleluia, hosanna! Alleluia, alleluia, hosanna! Abadagi kavao, asabi kena yoyo. Alubina gai, sabazakina yoyo. Hallelujah Hallelujah Hosanna Hosanna lole Hallelujah Hosanna Glu luvali Jesu Hallelujah Kida dadi, Alleluia, Hosanna Hosanna ma'ubi Alleluia, Hosanna Alleluia, Hosanna Hosanna bukoli Alleluia Hosanna, Hosanna, uh oh, no. Sa na maubi Alleluia uza Aleluia Alleluia uza Eli Abandagi kawao Asangi I'm a I'm a Hallelujah, Hosanna! Hosanna, lima! Hallelujah, Hosanna! Hosanna, maubi! Hallelujah, Hosanna! Hallelujah! Alleluia, alleluia. Hallelujah, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia,
1: raising defenders of the faith the mixed multitude has, has depleted our strength our potency but there is a technology that God has begun to pioneer from within building capacity You will bear witness of his resurrection. In the name of Jesus. Now, Proverbs, you have oil. I'm I'm led. The The Lord is leading me now. The Holy Ghost is speaking to me now is speaking to me now there's a great war to derail to derail the faith in jesus christ but not in our time not in our time we reach that banner afresh even this morning in the name of jesus This lady left her nation, left her husband to come to Nigeria, not just Nigeria, to Macon. She was very fair when she came here, like half caste. Having been blessed by the intensity of sunlight. her face has been turned I saw her move from very light now she looks like a Nigerian but what she came to pursue was a power to be a witness of his resurrection I'm amazed she survived because I met her in London was it or Scotland then I told her, "You are not yet ready. You are not. You are not. You are not ready." I didn't know how far, how much God imprinted those those words, and I met her here. I said, "Can she survive this? Huh? Can she survive this? Our rugged terrain. She she survived by the Holy Ghost." this morning on grace, on the compliments of the calling, on the privileges in the journeys of the spirit we make demands, on the power Of that which constitutes our inheritance, even from them that went ahead of us, we make demands. Today, we send you back to your nation as a soldier. A soldier of righteousness, a radical in the spirit, an intercessor, a seeker of grace, one that will never retreat, one that will never surrender. Until the gods of your island testify, until the captive held under their power are set at liberty. Until the flames of grace and revival break forth. Bear witness. In season, in out of season. Let your heart be consumed with the fires of God. Grace is given unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ. it that I found is the grace of an intercessor. There are two intercessors in your midst. You have a calling of a spiritual warrior and God will confine you. God will confine you to places where darkness is exalted and by the power of the grace that is upon your life, the Lord will destroy the things that have been built for ages, for generations. Oh my God. As I speak to you, those two individuals, Grace, Grace, this the anointing of God will form so strong. It will form so strong. It will form so strong upon your life. It will form so strong, so strong, so strong, so strong. If I lay hands on you, you move aside. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Of Jesus, that the flame on your life never be put out. In the name of Jesus, grace 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 grace, 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 grace Habakaskes so sela i koppalata. I cobre a caskito broda. Alasos ona canobocoria skito ma andeski. Iabon the eski broho belaska Rakavata Korea. Shemina itokre kapasito. Grace! Grace! Grace in the name of Jesus! grace in the name of jesus the power of conviction that sets the soul of a man ablaze Ooh. same atmosphere of impartation, we realize that this couple has celebrated 15 years in marriage. 15. So you married in 2008. Just one month after me. You people look young. (laughs) Oh, we give you glory. We bless this home. We bless this home. Bless this marriage. Let the hand of God be strong upon you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, invest some fire here. Invest, invest some fire. 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 Now. Can we sing that song? Again. Overflow me, overflow me,
2: overflow me again. Overflow
1: Felt the cry of someone in the congregation, and this person was saying, "Oh my God, how I wish I will have the privilege of receiving such an impartation." So the Lord heard, heard you. In the next 17 seconds, you will receive your own impartation. In 17 seconds. In 17 seconds, His hand will come. His hand will come. His spirit will come. It will come so intense. It will come so intense. So intense, 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 so intense. There's a lady, there's a lady, I don't know where you are. There's a lady, there's a fire looking for you. There's a fire looking for you. It's looking for you. It's seeking you out. It's sickening you. It's seeking 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 you.
2: God now Sia over that atmosphere
0: has been created.